2: Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day.
4: Uh, pulled the string. Gomez
2: way out front. And a little tip of the helmet to Rodney. Two down. So a big strikeout right there for Rodney.
4: Right, you were here by circle.
0: Was that yesterday, Manny? Yes, uh, Fernando Rodney pitching in the fifth inning yesterday for the Twins on Sunday. I was uh, listening on the uh, radio broadcast at that time, and the fellows were trying to uh, kind of figure out what was going on. And uh, then later on, after the game, everyone found out that Fernando Romero had pitched. It was, I mean, that uh, Fernando Rodney had pitched in the fifth inning, not because of some new found strategy by Paul Molitor to use his closer in the middle of the game. But uh, because Rodney had a flight to catch and he had an immigration meeting in Miami, well, uh, good good for him, that immigration meeting, uh, he caught his flight and that immigration meeting, which he'd had to postpone a couple of times because of the twin schedule, was for him to be uh, sworn in as a U.S. citizen, uh, to be naturalized. And he released this on Instagram after 19 years in this wonderful country. Today, I am blessed to say that I am an official U.S. citizen. Today, I fly the American flag, but in my heart, always hold my Dominican flag. I want to thank all those who have been with me throughout the process and especially thank the Twins organization for allowing me to catch my flight. Big thanks to the Tigers who made this dream possible 19 years ago by bringing him to the United States, That's cool. I would imagine. That's cool. Uh worked out pretty well. He has been pitching, and he was uh, 25 when he broke in the big leagues. You know, he was 25. When you break in at 25, you don't expect a guy to pitch uh, 17 Another, years yeah, I was going to say another. <laughs> 17 years in the big leagues. He's uh, been pretty good for the Twins. Uh, 26 uh, save opportunities, converted 21 couple of them that he blew were kind of cheap you know they didn't make. i don't play.
3: i still go back the one in new york was not his fault that was the big yeah. third baseman's fault yeah there was yep.
0: a, there was a couple that uh, that he blew i wonder how many in the, all those years of pitching with all that great stuff i wonder how many people have tried to change the motion a little bit to make him because he's with that His mechanics aren't sound, right? With that sideways thing, it it makes it a little harder to throw strikes, and he has periods of wildness. But, again, those periods of wildness when you're throwing 95 uh, probably help you in the long run, And I got
3: news for everyone. He's pitching in 2019.
0: Oh, hell yes. Why wouldn't he? Yeah. Why wouldn't he? He has... uh, When you look at those weary—he's got the weary-looking eyes, doesn't he? I mean, he's got the old (laughs) eyes, he's got the puffy eyes, and they look like a man who's really suffered the burdens of life uh, by pitching all those pressure-packed games in his own inimitable style of getting two guys (laughs) on base— but he's actually a much looser guy than that, and you, we don't see it in the outside in the clubhouse. But I guess in the back, he's a he's a really good teammate. Everybody likes him, and he's he's got much more. There's not that sadness to him that you mm-hmm. see with those eyes. And of course, I guess shooting the arrow would tell us that there's a personality there, right? Oh yeah, we I would think I, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I. I would like to. I don't know if anybody's ever gotten inside him and. Uh, And, you know, went down to the Dominican and followed him around for a week and find out what his life's like. I haven't read of any big, long, uh, in-depth piece on him. He's kind of a mysterious character, but uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic story. And today's a U.S. citizen. And I would think uh, there's probably a lot of, you know, it becomes a goal. I don't know if he's married to a U.S. girl, gal or what, but it. this might be a time in everybody's uh every ball player's life that it's if he's from the dominican and the caribbean it's it it decreases the complications if you just become a u.s citizen you can travel back and forth and not have to worry about waiting for the visa now and he also by the
3: way he's one of those guys you know having the twins having played against him for so many years you kind of see one one side of him but now that he's on the team that you you watch with more regularity, he is one of those guys that's pretty easy to root for.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know? he is. And uh, by the way,
3: looking uh, at his I, numbers. Is is he going to be a Hall of Famer?
0: Uh, I, it's he's really got three hundred and some saves. Yeah, it's really tough for relievers, though. A lot of guys have three hundred. Okay, so. but he's going to end up. Uh, he's in his career. He's pitched eight hundred fifty five innings, and he's got eight hundred sixty three strikeouts. So he strikes out one guy an inning. And the, when he gets these, when he finds his changeup, he's fine. He'll walk a guy or two. It's not going to be, it's going to be uh, an adventure. There's no doubt about it. But uh, he's been a, 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 Addison Reed, Zach Duke, and him. I'd take him. Yeah. yeah. Right, you? I mean, Duke's, boy, Duke will come in and you'll get him out. You'll get him out when you let him face a couple of lefties. He's okay. But, ooh, you run him out there and, and. Things start going bad. They really go bad. But.
3: So he's tied right now with Kimbrell and Jose Mesa, 18th all-time. 321 saves.
0: Yeah, Kimbrell and,
3: uh, Kimbrel and and who? And Jose Mesa. Yeah, Kimbrell's a lot younger than he is. Uh, True, but I, well, I guess my point is if he plays, obviously he'll get a few more this year, and he'll play at least another season.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he's got great numbers. Is there a benchmark for for? Saves? Not, not really. Okay, because it's changed a lot. It's about how good you were. But uh, Tigers, Angels, yep, Rays, yep. Mariners, Padres, Cubs is pretty forgettable because he was only there a half a season after he got traded in two thousand fifteen. Or and uh, Padres, yep, Marlins, Diamondbacks, Twins. Now you. Uh, now you know you're starting to move around when you have been this is your sixth club in four in five years right because he's had two and uh, since the, the mariners cubs padres Marlins. yeah he's had he's he's a he's a one year at a time guy now but that's okay he's uh he's uh he's been fine and uh Everybody panicked in the first month. I think everywhere he's been, they've panicked the first month they had him, right? And then they've yeah. had the guy that says, just wait till May. Then he gets to the changeup. It's it's getting the changeup, right? Mm-hmm. If the I'm, feel for
4: it. If I'm not mistaken, and I'd hate to like shed sort of a negative light on him in this sort of positive conversation, but I think he was a losing pitcher in game 163 here, wasn't he? Oh for he was. Yeah, I think he, he might have been. I
0: think he was. Yeah, that seven hopper to right field, beating. Yeah, like Alexi but, uh, This wouldn't have been a good spot for him to play with all those uh, ground balls, but uh, right. Uh, you know why? Back in the '60s and early '70s, that these guy that these guys from the Caribbean weren't trying to become American citizens, so. Guys like Cesar Tovar and those guys, because then they couldn't show up two weeks late for spring training saying they had visa problems. (laughs) Because they played hundred. He's played seventy games in Venezuela in the winter to make some money, and then they. Eh, Caesar never got here without visa problems. <laughs> he can't have visa problems if you're a citizen. No. So uh, that's the way that
3: works. Man, he had forty-eight saves with the Mariners in twenty fourteen. I had forgotten completely about that. Oh yeah! Wow. He's, he's been how many
0: All Star games? He's uh, had a few. He's three, had three. Okay. In Good fact.
3: In 2012, uh, he started the season with the Rays, then was traded to Seattle. But in that season, in 2012, he was an All-Star, and he finished fifth in the Cy Young voting. Really?
0: Okay. Hmm. Well, he's been pretty good for him. He's got that. He, he could use a little cosmetic eye surgery like a lot of us are going to. Make him make a, kind of brighten him up a little bit. He's got that <laughs> kind of that puffy face. He looks like he's suffered through a lot, but he really hasn't. He's a good guy. We'll be back. The first uh, two parts of a three-part uh, effort in the Star Tribune on the woes uh, facing baseball now as an attraction uh, were uh, appeared Sunday and Monday, and the uh, final one will appear Thursday. Chip Scoggins has been in on uh, the uh, reporting of this, along with uh, uh, Chris Hine and uh, Label. Who was uh, who else was in? It? No, Christopher. Oh, Joe Christensen was in on it. That's right. Former retired baseball writer, Joe <laughs> Christensen. So uh, what uh, what do you see that's uh, alarming in this? Uh, I haven't done some of the reporting. Is there anything alarming, or is it, uh, is it more concerning than alarming?
1: Uh Pat, I think well, there's a lot of concerning things. I think the alarm comes from just the pace of play and, and the, the lack of action that are in games. I, I know it's sort of two different things uh the time of games has sort of become uh, a, a talking point but i don't know necessarily that's the actual length in, in terms of time i mean yeah there's some four hour games but there's also some quicker games too but i think it's more so just the number of strikeouts the the uh, number of hits that are being taken away from shifts uh just all these pitch pitching changes mid-inning pitching changes it's just sort of becoming a boring game and a lot of dead time when you go to the ballpark. And I don't know how they fix that because I don't know unless they outlaw uh, outlaw shifts, which there's a lot of discussion about that. um, I I think you're still going to see a lot of this dead period uh, throughout games because strikeouts are at a historic level right now across the league.
0: I was uh, going to just bring up a point that uh, I, I agree with you on that. You know when uh, I got a 7 year old grandson out in Woodbury uh, the uh, mm-hmm. the center of the universe uh, for for youth <laughs> for youth and he's excited about you know all-star games baseball cards all that and he also plays video games but I think those kids here's the problem they when they walk into Target Field or wherever they're excited what you got to yeah. do but by the 5th inning if things are going bad and they haven't seen anything, they wanna go home. I think I agree with you. I think it's people say, well, it's a pace of play overrated is an issue. I don't think it is. I think it's uh I you know getting not only pace of play, but getting the ball in play is the issue. I, I I'll be interested to see. We'll have a twenty second clock next year. I wonder if that will help uh, uh, I, not only pace of play but also getting the the hitters a little more anxious and getting them to swing the bats more. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the, I think the clock is the first thing. that's going to happen. It, it sounds like it uh, works. Uh, it's very successful at the Meyer League, and it and it does pick up the pace a little bit. Uh, but I, I think a lot of it too, Pat is just generational. If you go to a game and you scan the crowd, and you see how many. Uh, people are not even just young people, but you know all ages looking at their phones. Yeah. And Verducci had a like a, a great stat that uh, the average time between balls put in play now is at three minutes and forty five seconds. And if you do that over and over and over throughout a game, you know you got four minutes of dead time between balls being yeah. uh, put in play and having some action. That's a long time for for people just to stand there and, or sit there and watch. they're, they're going to uh, divert their attention somewhere else if they're having to sit there five or six minutes in the bat, that ends with a strikeout. And so I don't know how you solve the strikeout issue, Pat, because everybody's wanting to go for home runs now. Nobody wants to put the ball in play. And then also the power arms. I mean, the number of guys that are throwing 95 and up right now is, you know, 10 times more than there was 15 years ago, and that's not going to change.
0: Yeah, I uh, I agree. They they don't know. I I think one thing is limiting the number of pitchers. Uh, Buster, I've been talking to him about that. Buster thinks they're going to limit the number of pitchers you can use in a game. Which yeah, sure, of course, know. if you get a, if you get Williams Astadio out there in the eighth inning, uh, are you going to play for an hour and a half having him trying to get three outs? You know, I mean, it's that's the pro the problem with saying okay, you can only use five pitchers in a nine inning game is what if the fifth guy can't get anybody out.
1: Well, that yeah, and that's the problem. Or I've heard, okay, you only get one pitching change per per inning. Well, what if a guy gets hurt? I mean, there, there's all kinds of you know issues that are going to come up. But uh, I think a having...
0: simple one, uh, Chip, I've been saying it for a few years, is uh, a relief pitcher has to face two hitters. But
1: um, I like that, I, I, uh, and I do think like that's a that's a reasonable uh, that's a reasonable change. You know, that I mean, you go watch uh, Cleveland play. And they make four. You know, it's, this guy pitches to a lefty, and this guy yeah. pitches to the right, and, it, and it's just it's it, it's maddening to watch a, a half inning take a half hour because of all these mm-hmm. pitching changes. So I like that, and I, and I think um I think that's a reasonable one. I think the pitch clock is a reasonable one. I'm curious to see what they're going to do on a shift because there's an, enough yeah. talk about this now. I don't know if it's whether you know every infielder has to have to have a mm-hmm. foot on the dirt or you draw an imaginary line right down the middle of the field. There has to be um, so many
0: guys on each side. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think something's going to happen because yes. I think there's enough concern about you're taking hits away and that's, and that's, uh, creating all this dead time where, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing a guy, you know, hit a rocket and then a second baseman that's playing in short right field, you know, get them out. So I think all those things are, are open to discussion. And we interviewed Commissioner Manford for this series and he indicated that he didn't want to give any specifics, obviously, but he indicated that the owners are, you know, taking stock of these trends, and it's something they're having constant dialogue on to try to speed up the game.
0: You know, in 1971 or two, the Twins brought in an outfielder named Brant Allier, and left field at Met Stadium was real wet uh, when the Mm -hmm. season started, and they put a big slab of kind of like rubber turf out in left field to protect it and he just basically stood on that for a week. Maybe we can just put out a big X and make the guy maybe they can start the guy right there. Hey, but uh by coincidence or not by coincidence, two days ago though, uh the New York Times had a story on how they, you know, one of the big things we always hear is not as many kids are playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a big story on the, the, over the past three years, the percentage of six to 12 year olds playing soccer regularly has dropped nearly 14% nationally. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, the number of children who touched a, touch a soccer ball once during the year has fallen dramatically. I think this is a sports problem in general for everything, maybe except basketball.
1: Yeah, it could be. It could be, uh, you know, I don't know what the trends are. It could be the cost of playing sports now. I mean, you know, you look at the price tag for a kid playing travel baseball now. It's not cheap.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, But in Chris Hines, uh, part part two today, um, he dug up some numbers where baseball actually is, uh, the numbers have held pretty steady, if not had some uh, increases. But where the big drop uh, comes, Pat, is when those kids get to high school. And I don't know if that's specialization. I don't know if that's yeah. they're getting jobs or they they realize uh, baseball is boring. But there is a a real significant drop after age twelve. Thirteen, where those kids, you know, are getting into high school and they're just quitting the game. And so, I, I, you know, I have a kid that's in high school that did the same thing. He quit once, once he got to the ninth grade, and yeah. uh, I, know, I know a number they, of kids did that. So,
0: And as the soccer story basically says the same thing. When a kid finds out he's not going to, you know, be real good at it, he gives it up. So, yes. you know, because, and because they got the guys who've been out at showcases and everything around. But you know what, Chip? I think I'd rather be uh baseball 15 years from now than football.
1: No, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that one is uh you look at the number decline in that participation yeah. at youth is alarming. I nice. I think there's probably more kids uh playing 7 on 7 now than tackle yes. football. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's the new phenomenon, 7 on 7 where you're not taking the you know the the physical pounding and all that. So, um I, I still think baseball will evolve and figure this out, whether it's you know creating some rule changes or, or, or whatever it is. But I, um, I, it'll figure it out. Football, you can't figure out the physical punishment. That's just unless you go to flag football, that's going to be unavoidable. You
0: know, uh, putting a guy at second base in the eleventh, tenth inning, eleventh inning, or ever. Right now, we, we old timers, even my guy Tim Kirchner, say, oh, that would be so non-baseball." It'll happen in three years. And but you know what? By two years after that, nobody will even think about it anymore.
1: Well, you know, baseball, and you know, it's better than anyone has been traditionally slow to evolve and change. Yes. I mean, any rule change, you know, when they lowered the mound, that was, you know, uh, that was such a big deal. Um, I think there's at a point, and there's enough being said and written about how baseball's at a crisis. I mean, every major paper in the market, I think this yeah. this week in the country this week is going to write about all the issues facing facing baseball. Yeah. So I, I do get a sense that the owners in Manford are not tone deaf. They understand what people are, are saying and, and the problems that are going on with the game. So I do think they'll take steps to try to, to try to fix that.
0: Hey Chip, the panic level though in baseball uh, right now, we're going to see it in football this fall, uh, starting in August, uh, this lowering the head thing that the NFL is trying to, uh, to establish, Uh, it is going to be a complete fiasco for about half the season until every time a running back is going to get hit and lowers his head, they're going to be throwing a flag. I think people are saying, the NFL said, what, there's only so many plays that they saw last year where that would be enforced. B.S., when you're telling the officials to look for this, there's going to be flags flying all over the place.
1: And the thing is, Pat, like I understand the intent. Obviously, you're trying to make the game safer, but the way that game is played and how fast it is right now, yeah. and, and the way these guys contort their bodies and do all you, how are you ever going to make that consistent? I, I just don't know how you can ask those guys to be, uh, to get it right. It's going to be a nightmare for these guys to try to rule on that, and it's going to be so inconsistent from game to game, what they're calling. But I'm sure we're going to see a lot of it, like anything, you are going to see a lot of it early, and then they'll... Probably Maybe. sort himself
0: out. Maybe, but if I'm a running back uh, and I'm I'm now running around the edge and I'm supposed to just sit there and show you my chest and let you hit me, yeah, I, I know. i uh, I've, my whole life I've spent trying to defend myself, and now I'm going to run straight up and let you hit me right between the the uh, right in the breastbone. Nope. I
1: don't I don't think so. Well, I think that's going to be a
0: complete fiasco.
1: I don't. Players are not going to change. I mean uh-huh. they're just not. I mean we 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 saw it with targeting. I mean yeah. there's still gonna be players are play I mean they they like you said they grow up playing a certain way and it's it's you can't break those habits that easily. And so I'm curious to see how this thing gets called and, and, and what it looks like the first couple of because you you're right, it has the potential to be disastrous, I think.
0: Uh one one issue with baseball it's hard to address. Uh uh, it is a complicated game for the youth of America. And, you know, you can go try to play basketball. You can go try to play hockey. You can go try to play soccer. Baseball, when you're seven, eight, nine years old and trying to learn the game, man, you know, I was watching a seven year old game yesterday and they had a gal out there coaching and she was yep. great because every, t- she was telling everybody in the infield, okay, if the ball's hit to you. You want to throw it here. You want to throw it here. There's not enough of that with these kids trying to make
1: them aware of what they're supposed to do once they get a ball. Yeah, I mean it's it's complicated, like fielding and all that. It's complicated to hit a baseball yes. and, and to pitch it. And there's nothing worse than when you go to a youth game and you see a parade of walks and those kids are out out there in the yeah. outfield with the glove on their head or they're throwing it up yeah. and trying to. You see how many times they can clap before they catch it. I mean, it, it's just. I can't tell you how many kids, because, I mean, I have kids and I'm around them, that say, ah, it's just boring, it's too yeah. slow, you know, and that's, I don't know how they solve that problem, but that's, that is the perception right now.
0: I don't know, but this gal I saw coaching the uh, team that uh, uh, was the, playing against my uh, grandson's team yesterday, I want her to be the commissioner. <laughs> she she was trying to get them involved and keep them involved. You need people like that. So well, you have
1: to, yeah. Because if you don't, if you don't keep every, all nine guys out there or, or gals or what, I mean, you're going to lose them. Because it's it's uh, yeah, you're right. It's it's a hard game to to get good at, and um, it, it takes kids sticking with it. And uh, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of um, how this evolves over the years next few years to get kids watching TV watching games on TV because I think that's a big problem they have right now is kids just will not sit down and watch a nine inning games on, on, on TV now they like it when they go to the game but to watch it on TV is a different story It makes my stepson
0: and his uh, wife very nervous when I'm watching a game because uh, you're out there by parents and they'll hit a ball to a kid and I'll say what the hell's the matter with that kid and they'll say <laughs> His parents are sitting right here. Shut up! You know, you can't, you can't, you you can't. You know what the hell? The kid threw it to first base. Kid, what the hell's the matter with you? And they, you can't say that. You know, you know, you know what we normally do with that person? We send him way down the third baseline. <laughs> Me, I gotta go way down third baseline and talk, mumble them, and then they'll say, "Who's that old man down there mumbling?" Tell them it's at field three when they're <laughs> yeah. playing at field five. Yeah, you see man.
1: all the grandpa sitting way down third yeah. baseline with, with the
0: umbrella. <laughs> (laughs) All righty. I will talk to you. Thanks, Chip. See you. Bye. All right. Chip Yeah, I got one yesterday. He said, Man, that kid's a dunderhead. He doesn't know anything.
3: Actually, I need to let you know when (laughs) my kids' next T ball games are.
0: They're going, Right here. Get on right there. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind (laughs) of overweight, too. All right. (laughs) Lukey had three grandfathers here yesterday. The uh, potential for embarrassment was uh, was fantastic uh, yesterday at that. Uh, you get a lot of there, shushing, well, don't you? I get a lot of what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Here's Johnny Height with a sports update. You probably don't notice it, but once in a while around here, you get
2: those. Lungs too,
0: <laughs>
2: Does he know his doors open?
3: Are
0: <laughs> <laughs> the zippers down? <laughs>
2: This update sponsored by Think About Your Eyes. Seeing is a gift that needs protecting with yearly eye exams. Find a doctor near you at thinkaboutyoureyes.com and make an appointment today. All-Star Game coming up tomorrow night in Washington, D.C. The Twins representative is pitcher Jose Barrios. Uh, starting pitcher's name today, Chris Sale, will start for the American League. It's his third year in a row that he'll start Max Scherzer Pitches.
0: you know what i'd do with jose i'd say go ahead and let him pitch an inning because i'm going to put him at the end of the rotation coming out of the break give him a little extra time i think he he looked to me like he could have used a little refresher yeah
1: Yeah, i'm with you. pitch
0: him pitch him like next week monday or tuesday you know who might get the next start when uh the fernando romero start Mm, i was just gonna ask you that how do you do he pitched good the other day. Yeah. He did five and a third and had some strikeouts and had some
3: velocity, I guess. so. By the hmm. way, uh, the, this Tampa Bay model, it's coming. Nah. I,
0: baseball's not
3: going to allow it. You they're don't gonna think come, so? They're going to
0: come up with some rules. They're gonna, not going to allow <laughs> it, I don't think. Because is San pitchers.
3: Diego doing it now, too?
0: Mm, yeah, well, you can't do anything about it now. They're going to do something. They're going to hmm. prevent it. You can't. They're going to put a limit on the number of pitchers you can use.
2: Congratulations to Fernando Rodney. He's a U.S. citizen. He just hey, became one today. So, yeah. Congratulations to him. Uh, remember the Anthony Barr, Aaron Rodgers thing? Yes. You know, Anthony Barr previously said uh, Aaron
4: Rodgers should get over it. Are oh, Packer fans R- still complaining about it? Rodgers
2: told Peter King, no, but I did like it a lot in the Super Bowl, all the times Barr got burned. Mm-hmm. Or not the Super Bowl, I'm sorry, the all NFC, NFC championship. Okay. It yeah. made me very happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told Rodgers told Peter King in the debut of Football Morning in America, I mean, I think it's time to move on for everybody. So apparently mm-hmm. he agrees. They're talking about of Although course. he
0: did then talk about it. Yes, he did.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're talking about the hit uh, from Anthony Barr that busted Roger's collarbone. Uh, you might remember last year, uh, Rogers said, Well, I looked over at Barr as I walked off the field. Cameras caught me saying something to him, but what they missed was him giving me the finger and the suck mm-hmm. it sign. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, of course, a different story came from Barr. He said, I-, I was going back to the huddle and I heard somebody yelling and throwing mm-hmm. all kinds of Fs at yeah. me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who swore first? That's the question. That's yeah. the question, yes. Okay. He-, he says Rogers did. He said, So he says he responded, and uh, if you remember, it was a pretty good quote from Barr. He said, I don't care if you're Aaron Rodgers or Mr. Rodgers. I'm going to respond if you say something like <laughs> that to me. So, uh, all right, Vikings in Green Bay, second week of the season. Viking, Vikings swept them last year, right? They got they a little winning streak going yeah. against them. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, LeVar Ball. Have you guys talked about LeVar today? Oh, I don't know. No, I've no, tried why. to avoid it, but go ahead. Goodness. Uh, LeVar, uh, well, now he's talking about LeBron James. Yeah, I saw this. Of course, he's now a teammate of uh, Le- LeVar's son, Alonzo. I well, guess he thinks he's better than... Well, uh, he's already claimed, of course, he could beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one matchup (laughs) and recently said that somehow uh, he said Alonzo Ball could make James better than he already is. Ball said that James was too weak to beat him back in some dream world but <laughs> the elder ball thought he was uh, a prospect. Are, are these guys mm. tiny in the pants? What's going on here? <laughs> no, no, what this is kid? this nonsense?
0: <laughs> uh, Kenny, he's just a, a, he's a publicity hound. Yes. It's, it's, uh, sounds like insecurity to me. I think he'll point... be banned from the stadium. from the, uh, <laughs> yeah, That right whopping
4: now. 2.7 points per game uh-huh. the bar had when he was playing at Washington State. or. Well, you know, he was.
0: hadn't been in the news for like two months.
4: <laughs> it had just, been a while yeah. to do
1: something. <laughs> Man, you're so funny. Oh, just,
4: he's just insufferable, man. And, and it's too bad because, you know, Lonzo seems like a pretty good kid and his dad's an idiot.
0: I hate guys who say outrageous stuff for no particular reason. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've earned quite the
4: living doing
2: that, my friend. Uh, Ball was asked. He said that he could bench 270. Uh, oh or no, no. He said he could bench 500. 270 I'm so, yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, back uh, when he was young. Ounces? And he asked if there was any visual evidence. He said... Don't need no videos. It's all up here. God. You want to come see me back in my heyday? I was a bad mama gem. I'm going to mm. let you know my will to win was too hard, man. One-on-one, I'd be on myself, old day. <laughs> yeah. So. Who quoted him? One of, who, one of, who
0: quoted him? They should be beat up.
2: Uh, that was an whoever, interview with Fanatic's View. I well, don't know what fanatics, fanatic's, whoever they is. are, they should be tracked well, down.
4: And <laughs> One of the reasons why I deactivated up. my Facebook account a couple of months ago was because I was getting notifications on Facebook that said, Hey Emmanuel, here's a show you might enjoy. Ball in the Family. Oh, no, no, not interested. God. No, no Yikes. thank you.
0: Johnny, we got to run to get the traffic. Okay. We don't want to be too hard on the traffic guy cuz he's yeah. just back from, He's got to uh, ease into, into it. Yeah, save that
4: for tomorrow. <laughs> he's got to okay. shake that rust. <laughs>
1: The ride with Royce now continues. File, 69, offense. He was giving them the business.
0: It's time for late hits. John McCain, who survived as a uh, prisoner of war in Vietnam, uh, is now suffering from uh, terminal brain cancer. He is a uh, ran for president as a Republican nominee and uh, is a long-serving Republican senator from Arizona. He uh, observed uh, President Trump's uh, performance today after the, the press conference, after his meeting with uh, uh, Putin, and uh, he released a statement. It starts today's press conference in Helsinki was one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president in memory. The damage inflicted by President Trump's naivete, egotism, false equivalence, and sympathy for autocrats is difficult to calculate. But it is clear that the summit in Helsinki was a tragic mistake. President Trump proved not only unable but unwilling to stand up to Putin. He and Putin seem to be speaking from the same script as the president made a conscious choice to defend a tyrant against the fair questions of a free press and to grant Putin an uncontested platform to spew propaganda and lies to the world. And then he got mean. Uh, <laughs> so if you oh. want to, if you want to find that, uh, it's uh, we we haven't uh, touched about the uh, the uh, chief moron uh, today. But uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's John McCain I had some good things to say. Uh, he even got ripped by Neil Caputo, the uh, guy from Fox today. Caputo. Cabuto, yeah. Excuse yep. me, Cabuto, Cabuto. I don't watch a lot of Fox, uh, <laughs> even though it is fair. And, do we still say fair and balanced? We report, you decide. Yes. Okay, that's good. Uh, anyway, something like that. Anyway, it was, uh, it, was, it was it was it was quite something.
3: So it was the uh, phone line from one to one thirty.
0: Well, did anyone? Uh, <laughs> did anyone? Did any familiar voice who previously had told you he'd never listen to Joe again tell you he's never going to listen to Joe again? Yep.
3: We got one of those. We okay, got so one of those. a couple of those. those uh, we did
4: get a lot of... Can't that, wait for that person
3: to be missing next week. Tell that bleep in Shire, which, you know, uh-huh. if you're going to do yeah. that... Yeah, yeah. It's, you got to hang up. Yeah, I got to hang write. up on those guys. Anyway. here we go.
0: Michael Irvin uh, has said that the Pro Football Hall of Fame made the right decision not to acknowledge Terrell Owens individually during enshrinement. Weekend in Canton, Ohio. Of course, Darrell, for reasons known only to that mysterious has he has anybody ever given us an explanation? I don't think here? so, because he won't do any is, interviews. Is he upset because it took him so long, or what? Well, he was is, only he
4: was only kept out for. Two years. He two was eligible years. in two thousand sixteen. Oh, I
0: thought he waited longer. No, oh, okay. no. he was el- he, Yeah, because yeah, he was, was still first, playing.
4: He was first eligible in two. Th- yeah, because his last year was two thousand eleven. Mm-hmm. I think, and he was first eligible in twenty sixteen. So I'm mad that he didn't three get in after three years.
0: I, I, <laughs> think, I think
4: Chris Carter got held out longer yeah. than Yo, he did. Yeah. Right?
0: Chris Carter was seven or eight, eight years, years, wasn't it? Six, I think. Six he made years. It on his sixth year uh urban we can't spend this moment for all these other guys talking about the guy that is not here you cannot do that and take that away he's doing his own thing wherever he's going to do his own thing and god bless him and when they mention the class they'll mention him but why should you steal those other guys moment because of the decision of this one if indeed they are gonna, are they they are going to announce that terrell owens is a hall of famer and as is not here today they're not going to ignore him completely, right?
4: But he's going to show up, though, isn't he? I don't well, think he's no. going to be able to help himself. Uh, that, that's got to be well, the well, end result probably, of this, right? now,
0: they probably... When is it? This week, right? Is no, it's in week? August. Yeah, it's in August, I thought. Because they month. do
3: it before the very first preseason game. Mm-hmm. The Hall of Fame game. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, anyway, uh, I, if if they mention him and give him, you know... Terrell Owens, blah, 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 read off maybe his stats, and then I'm fine with it. But, you know, what is, if he's going to, does he think they're going to be televising his, is he going to be holding know. his thing at his it's at his college or high school or something? He's going to be holding, if a, I were, if a, I were he's going to make a room, his speech some other place?
4: If I were sitting in a room with him, I would just, like, Terrell, come on, this is stupid. Just yeah. just Just go there. This is this is this how is the guys, only opportunity hey, for you to go up on stage and just let loose on everything. And you're kicking guys, it away.
0: How many guys who work for Donald Trump tried to tell him that today <laughs> before he went out there? <laughs> I think you're dealing with the same kind of personality. Here. But what what's amazing is because it's, he, it's, it you know what it is? It's complete runaway narcissism.
3: Yeah. Well that's it
0: just is. it, Pat. And this is this is the guy's it, his entire
3: career has been about self-promotion, and here is your opportunity yes. to have that moment. And you are deciding and to, to say... Sti-
4: here's your opportunity to stick it to the Skip Baylesses and everybody else who ripped you your entire career. Right, that's weird. And you're blowing it. A uh,
0: USB, a small and independent union that uh, has uh, represents some people at the Fiat Chrysler dealership and Juventus are in turn... Uh, where is where the year of juventus soccer team is located uh wanted to have a strike today to protest the signing of cristiana ronaldo that's because fiat holds a, uh, a share in the juventus uh soccer team and they just came up with all that money to uh buy the uh you know to buy the rights to ronaldo uh, only five of the seventeen hundred workers failed to show up uh, let's face it Soccer is more important than union rights right <laughs> so uh anyway uh only the the, the the they they're they're welcoming Ronaldo and the guys at Fiat lost and uh this is interesting uh i haven't you don't see many media feuds in this market right you mean guys take no really? I mean, you I'm know, I'm gonna
3: plead the fifth
0: taking shots at each other. Well, yeah, but you know, in the, in the Twin Cities, we have the good taste to stab each other in the back with nobody knowing it. Okay, you know, you know that's I mean, fair. It's not, it's, it's behind our back. We sure we, we talk behind people's back, we don't talk directly to them. Well, Paul Koharski, who covered the uh Tennessee Titans for many years and uh is. It, left the uh left the paper down there and was replaced on the titans beat by a guy named jason wolf and uh some guy named eric bacharach is replacing him and he sent out a tweet saying congrats and best of luck to jason who set a tremendously high bar for the titans beat at the tennessean fortunate to have his guidance as i transition into this new role because jason wolf's and Paul Kuharski, I think we've had him on the show once or twice. Understandable lair. Understandable air. He left out for an ant after tremendously high barb. Wow. <laughs> Apparently they've wow. been feuding for a while here because well, uh, uh, Kuharski thought that he uh, got him in trouble with well, his former employee.
3: Remember, we had the Houston feud here during the Super Bowl. The the the
0: two radio guys, two radio guys, thank God into it. Yeah. Sports talk radio guys they come, got into you know. it. Yeah, they were going to fight each other, but and then they uh, both got kicked out of yeah, media row. this is uh, <laughs> so this is uh, interesting. Apparently, one of Jason's problems was he patted himself on the back occasionally, and Kuharski yeah. uh, thought he was a fraud.
3: Maybe that's what we need. Maybe you good ought to go feud. and rip Barrero or something like good that. And, you know, get a get a good feud, <laughs> rocking and
0: rolling. Huh? I was uh, trying to get mishki when <laughs> he was here to start a feud with Willie Clark. I said, it'll be good for ratings. You know, start just saying off-the-wall bad things about Willie to help the morning show, you know. Help everybody. Get that, a feud
3: going. That yeah. was the best. Before my time on Geo when Michigan came out of the air and said, Sure is a shame to hear about old Joe passing away after all these years.
0: <laughs> oh, <he's a>, good. <laughs> I think he pretty well ended the boat cruise on, a, on the actual Hubbard yeah. boat from the time he jumped off it <laughs> into the St. Croix River. Oh, what a beauty. We'll be back.
4: The ride with Roycey. Let's hear the boys' daily complaints.
0: What do you got, Manny? My
4: only daily complaint is uh, with Croatia for not winning the World (laughs) Cup (laughs) yesterday because that would have, that's the one thing that would have made the experience at Croatian Hall even better. I think that
0: Croatian goal is the first time I've cheered at a sporting event in 25 years. (laughs) Well, no, the uh, 41 donut, I cheered a few times during that one. You were howling. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's a difference between an actual Cheering, <laughs> abject howling, <laughs> laughing.
3: Every
4: time you mention that, I just picture you in the press box at Giant Stadium, just cackling with other guys, guys, guys in the media, just
0: exchanging insults.
3: And twenty two year old <laughs> Reavers in row ninety eight, uh, section four thirty eight. That mm, oh. was funny. Oh. Uh, what do you got? Uh, baseball's big showcase event, obviously the All Star Game. Mm. How about this quote from Zach Grinke? Mm-hmm. Zach Greinke asked about his expectations for the Home Run Derby. Quote, I expect the Home Run Derby to be boring and I will leave early. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he is a boring guy. So uh, that's, the kind, that's what baseball... You know, you think an NBA guy is going to say that about the dunk contest, no no matter how boring they are? No.
3: No. Because they're always boring. But you know what? Granky is brutally honest. He just said, remember when he was a free agent with the Dodgers? I'm going to sign with whoever pays me the most money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, he's that kind of a guy. What's your daily complaint? uh, My daily complaint also is, I guess, my daily complaint of after watching soccer, the, the uh, fouls in the penalty penalty area you got to do one of two things you either have to make the penalty kick more difficult or you have to have a much stronger uh barrier for what is a, what causes a penalty kick it can't be it can't be that easy it can't be some little bump it can't be well I think he maybe hit it with his hand on purpose you better you better know it. Well, especially when goals are so
4: hard to come that's by. What I'm yeah, saying. that's so just... that changed the landscape yeah, of the yeah, game. It's yesterday. a one one
0: game. We're doing yeah. good. We're out playing those cheating Frenchmen. And then we get beat.